okay, yes, I'm going to wallow for a little bit. Yes, I'm going to be upset. I'm going to be pissed off, whatever you want to call it. But how do I train myself? And I really do think it's training yourself to choose to use everything, literally everything to help you grow as opposed to shutting you down. If you're a person who's heard the word no from a boss, an ex, a team that cut you, a job market that didn't want you, an accident or diagnosis that left you debilitated and depressed, or felt paralyzed by any setback that you just weren't willing to accept, this is the show for you. 10,000 No's is a roadmap built by guests who have blazed trails, silenced critics, and overcome the odds by facing down their fears and transforming their failures into fuel. I don't care if you're young or old, healthy or sick, there is always an opportunity for growth. This is Matthew Del Negro, and you're listening to 10,000 No's. Welcome back to 10,000 No's. Thank you for being here, as always. Uh, This week will be super short for you, and hopefully it will give you time to go root around in the archives and check out some of the past episodes we've had. I have many very cool conversations in the can that will be coming to you in the next uh, month or two. There are other ones that are lined up that I'm really excited about. I know I told you about Henry Winkler. That is still not scheduled, uh, so that will come once it's scheduled. He's in the middle of a book tour. I'm excited about that, but Also, some of the people that you have likely never heard of, what I have found is that I had a couple of conversations this week that were just incredible. And you realize that for a show's business standpoint, I guess, people are impressed by big names, famous people. And that is always cool because you always uh, get lucky to sit down with people that are super interesting and accomplished and have had a unique path. But what I have found is that there is also such a unique path to uh, some folks who are doing some really important work in the world and are not known. Um, I had somebody the other day who I'm really excited to bring you, just a a fascinating guy. And I knew him when he was young. He's one of my college roommates, younger brothers, and we reconnected and uh, really has grown up to be this interesting, interesting guy who's doing incredibly important work. And one of the major takeaways I had with him is is something I'm going to talk to you in a few minutes, but I just want to give you uh, a little, little heads up of what's coming down the pipe here. Um, I've got the creator of City on a Hill, uh, the Showtime show that I did a few episodes of this year, Chuck McLean, Boston guy, really salty, great conversation. Can't wait for that. Uh, I believe that'll come out October 4th. Next week, September 27th, Sue Hollis, uh, one of the top 10 female entrepreneurs in Australia, incredible woman, uh, was introduced to her via Instagram direct message, a woman who had seen me speak about a year ago and then has written into the show. And we've kind of corresponded and has been very, uh, very generous in her feedback, Alex Yan. um, And she set me up with Sue Hollis. 
who was just an incredible woman. Can't wait for you to hear that. Uh, Carrie Wilkerson, a speaker and author and mom that I know. Um, she's a mom of four, has a special needs child, uh, incredible speaker. I saw her speak a, a few years ago and kind of tracked her down. And then by the time you're hearing this episode, I will have hopefully just returned from a trip to Boston this week, uh, speaking at, at Boston College, which is my alma mater, as you may know, if you listened for a little bit. Uh, really excited about that, or I guess past tense by the time you're hearing this. Um, but that, that it was a cool opportunity and, and is also a trip that has been combined with some research for the City on a Hill role, doing some, uh, some things with the Boston Gang Unit, um, which hopefully uh, goes well. Hopefully, I'm alive by the time you're you're hearing this, and um, and then sitting down with uh, three really incredible Boston College alums. One of them is one of my best friends, Chris Burns. Uh, was a former Navy SEAL. He's a trauma surgeon now. He also teaches at Harvard. Just a total slacker. Hasn't done anything with his life. Uh, no, really incredible guy. Can't wait to see what it is that that happens in that conversation. Uh, Sam Apuzo, who played lacrosse at Boston College under my past guest, Acacia Walker, who brought BC to a few uh, national championship games in a row. And Sam was the winner of the uh, Tawaraton Award. I always feel like I'm butchering the pronunciation on that, but that is, for those of you that are football fans, that's the equivalent of a Heisman Trophy, but for lacrosse. So she is <laughs> very good at what she does, and she is an assistant coach now at BC. And uh, so I'm sitting down with her on that trip as well. And also Jerry Shea, a uh, fellow actor from City on a Hill. If you watched the first season, he played Hank Cigna, um, the head of the state troopers. Great guy. Uh, when he came out of drama school uh, at about age 22, he was nominated for a Tony. He got out of the business for a long time, raised a family, lived in Boston, I believe worked for the mayor uh, there and then got back into the business and then was a regular on City on a Hill uh, first season and is now kind of kind of back at it. So really excited about that. And what I wanted to give you before I send you off to go listen to other past episodes is I've had a bunch of conversations this week with people about what I've learned on this show. And there are so many takeaways. And when you sit down with with a guest, like Sue Hollis, for example, I was sitting down with her and she had so many moments when I thought, oh, wow, that sounds just like so-and-so. And that sounds like so-and-so. And the the experiences of the guests and the, and the backdrops within which they're telling their story or, or the field that they're in or where they came from or what their upbringing was, it's varied. It's a kaleidoscope of, of experiences. But the moments, the seminal moments in everyone's life and the lessons that were learned, it really does boil down to a few truths and... These are universal truths, and I think they've sometimes they sound like they're cliche uh, because we hear them so much, but they became what they are because they're true. And the one that I wanted to 
talk about for just a tiny bit today is the one that I think may be underneath everything on this show. And there are many lessons and takeaways and all of that. But I think the one that is underneath all of it is no matter what happens to you, and everybody's going to have things that happen to them, no matter what happens to you, the gig of being a human is you need to choose to not be a victim and you need to choose to see whatever it is that's happening, good or bad, you know, you need to see that as, as an opportunity to learn, an opportunity to grow. And so I think that's intrinsically tied in with gratitude because basically you're saying, thank you for this moment, whatever it may be. And on its face, it may look terrible. And for some of us, for some of you listening, that terrible is a, a great degree worse than everyone else's terrible. And so my heart goes out to you if you are one of those who is really suffering immensely or has really gone through something that's just tragic from every angle that you look at it. It's, it's terrible. And yet the piece of wisdom or advice that keeps coming back from all these people I'm sitting down with over and over and over again is when they were in their worst moments and they started to feel self-pity. They started to feel, why me? Why me? Why am I getting dealt this card and nobody else is? For all of them, it was only when they said, okay, this is the card I'm being dealt This is the hand I have to play because I have no other option. So I'm going to do my very best to be grateful for this card and to look at a way of viewing this card as a potential winner, you know, a potential stepping stone to a deeper understanding of myself or the world or others. And that's really, really what it's boiled down to. And all of these conversations that I've had with also uh, various other people, they've all kind of agreed. And so I, I, I leave it as just to chew on that. You know, this is 10 minutes, I don't know, 12 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever it's going to end up being. Uh, you can go listen to a longer interview. You can go listen to a longer solo But as you know, I I don't like to leave a Friday without an episode. Uh, So I wanted to give you, I wanted to give you this to think about. And maybe it hits you now. Maybe it actually angers you to hear me say that, that I'm saying, you know, don't be a victim no matter what. You know, I get angry with it sometimes. I go, I want to be a victim. I want to, you know, be pissed. And that's okay too. It's okay to wallow in it for a little bit. It's okay to, to, you have to acknowledge it. If you're dealt one of these cards, yeah, it might take a little time. I think the point of, of this show and others like it, and the point of, you know, listening to something like this is just, okay, yes, I'm going to wallow for a little bit. Yes, I'm going to be upset. I'm going to be pissed off, whatever you want to call it. 
but how do I train myself? And I really do think it's training yourself to choose to use everything, literally everything to help you grow as opposed to uh, shutting you down. And that's, that's the gist of it. I mean, really, that's kind of what we're doing here is, is, you know, I would say teaching you to do that, but the truth is I'm learning along with you. I mean, that's why I'm sitting down with these people. I'm, I'm really picking everybody's brain going, how do you do it? How do you do it? How do you deal with this? And, um, and hopefully, uh, by proxy, you're hearing these conversations and uh, it's it's hitting you as well. So you're benefiting from it and then passing it on to other people. Uh, so more people can, can uh, benefit from this and not feel stuck and not feel lost and not feel alone because really shit happens to everybody. You know, that's, that's, the, that's the truth of it. Uh, I want to say a little bit, there's a little bit of housekeeping, but you know, I spoke a while ago about hats and t-shirts and uh, apologies for dragging feet on it here uh, at 10,000 Nose, but just keep an eye out on that. I'm excited. We're going to have a whole little storefront on the website, 10,000nose.com with hats and t-shirts. And eventually I want to have journals and I'm not sure what else at this point. And I've also mentioned um, that there will be some uh, videos on different topics and kind of kind of courses that you can take. And we are just figuring out exactly what that's going to be right now, but that is all in the pipeline and uh, keep looking back, keep listening. And, and uh, eventually that's going to be something that we are offering you in addition to the podcast. And really that's one of the, the joys of doing this is that, uh, when I set out to start a podcast, I did not know where exactly it was going. And what I, at the time of recording this right now, I can tell you, you know, one of the things, and it's it's not locked in, so, you know, who knows? You never know what's going to happen. But I've met with a publisher about a book that would be stemming from the podcast, and that's through one of my past guests who's become a friend, uh, this this trip to Boston College, they're flying me out there to speak to them. All of these things, they, I couldn't plan for them. And so it's what I, I, I bring them up, not, not in a way of, of bragging about them, uh, although I'm, I'm excited. Uh, like I said, they're not fully well, the Boston College thing is, but the, you know, the book, we'll see what happens. There's no uh, deal in place as of right now. But I, I bring it up to say to you, if you have some idea, and I've said this before, if you have some idea and you're listening to this and something gets you pumped up, something that I say or that a guest says gets you fired up and you're like, God, I wish I could do this thing. I wish I could. There's this thing that I want to do, but I'm too scared to do it. I'm afraid of what people are going to think if I try to do it. Who am I to do this? I got to tell you guys, I really, I really say just do it. I'm not saying throw your life away and do it. Keep doing what you're doing, but just go take a shot. You know, just go take a shot and it's not going to happen overnight. This is, this is over two years of doing this podcast and things are just starting to 
weird stuff has been happening lately. It seems like there's something in the air where meetings are happening and, and things are developing. And again, I don't know exactly where they will lead, but they're all very exciting. So if you have something, whether it's an idea for a screenplay or whether it's, uh, uh, you know, a trip that you want to take or an activity that you would like to learn, I say do it. You only live once. Just try it. You know, what's what's the worst that can happen? Obviously, be smart about it. Don't do it if it jeopardizes your family. Don't do it if it, uh, you know, is going to put you out on the street. But I, I think one thing I've seen is is people's reaction to me doing this or even me being an actor is that there's this, if they're not doing something that's that's kind of like that, where they've branched out on their own, there's a certain amount of, <laughs> I think in some ways there's pity because it's very uncertain. So sometimes people are like, oof, that's, that's rough. But there's also a certain amount of, um, I, I, I wouldn't say envy, but there's a certain amount of people are, are craving leaping off and going and doing something. And if you're one of those people, I say, just try it. Even if you just take a tiny bite, just try it. Try it, see how it goes, give it a shot for 21 days, give it a shot for a month, you know, see if you get better, see if it leads to anything. Likely it won't in that short of a time period, but see what happens, how it changes in your body, how it gets, you know, it it locks in. Does it get you more excited to wake up in the morning or does it stress you out? And maybe let that be your guide. And sometimes it's going to stress you out for a little bit and you still got to wake up and do it. But what what does it do to your soul? And I say, just, just give it a shot. That's it for this week. Enjoy the week. We've got, as I said, Sue Hollis, one of the top 10 entrepreneurs, female entrepreneurs in Australia coming at you next week. A bunch of other great ones down the line. Thank you so much and keep on keeping on.